As the pandemic continues and everything seems to still be up in the air, I can't help but think about what it's like to be a student right now with everything virtually online and not being able to see your colleagues or professors. I'd probably fail. I think about my experience in university to what I'm doing right now, which is completely unrelated, and wonder what it would be like to be going to school right now. I did take a completely different path, but I think that there are some important lessons and skills that I learned that I wanna share with you today. Number one, your network is your most important asset. I think about how many instances I was in a new class or a new setting, and I just sat by myself. I didn't introduce myself to anybody. I didn't meet anybody. I just sat the entire semester on my own. In my last year, I decided to meet two new people in every single class that I was in. And funny enough, the people and those connections that I made in those classes, I still do business with to this day. And some have even referred me to new business and new opportunities. I think networking is even more so important now that we can't even go for a coffee with somebody, we can't go knock on somebody's door. I take the same approach now and try to expand my network, but now using online and digital. Recently, we chatted with RBC's Regional President of Alberta and Territories, Jeff Boyd, who discusses the importance of networking. Your personal network inside of your, your work life and outside of your work life you, is, is the most powerful tool that you'll ever have. The ability to get things done through others hugely increases your effectiveness. We have a circle of friends and, and you know, the kind of, the older you get, the either the smaller that becomes or the more cemented it becomes. And in business circles, you, you, your your uh, network tends to expand, and particularly as you as you as your career gets longer and your seniority gets higher, that becomes a little bit easier sometimes. Let me put it this way: LinkedIn is an incredibly effective tool for for extending networks, and and you know there are I'm sure I'm I'm not the most. Uh, technically current individual, but I'm sure there's all kinds of those types of tools, particularly that some of your, your audience knows about, and, and I'd encourage you to, to leverage. I, my personal approach is I'll extend my network as broadly as I, as I can. I don't limit to people that I know or people that know someone I know. And I have done this in the past. I would scan the landscape for individuals who either have a skill set or are connected to a, a role or an organization that I have an interest in. And I, and I would pursue them, I would reach out to them and I would do it on the basis of, hey, you're doing some interesting things. I would just really be interested in finding out more. The worst thing they can do is say no. A young person reached out to me, reached out to me and, and said, I've written a paper on energy and some of the changes that are going on in energy. And I was wondering if, if you would be interested and have some time to discuss, review, and um, give me some feedback. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was brilliant. Clearly, they were, you know, they they were interested and engaged in the energy energy sector. They were most interested in a, you know, probably an analyst capital markets kind of role, which I I don't have responsibility for our capital markets business. I look after our retail commercial businesses, and um, I was only too happy because I also thought I was going to learn something based on on the paper that the the young person had written. Number two. Lead with your values and don't always seek what others are doing. For the longest time in university, I had the motivation to make films and hone in on my creative musical projects. But I still decided to continue taking my science degree and 
not having the confidence to switch paths. My actions didn't align with my purpose. And every single job up to this point didn't align either. I ended up deciding that no matter what job or path that I would take after university, that it had to align with my values and the things I wanted to do and not what my colleagues or other students were doing. I mean, it also helped that I didn't see anybody after university, so that helped too. As royal bankers, we're not solving world hunger, don't get me wrong, right? It's not that high of, a, of an aspiration, uh, aspirational purpose. But when it comes to money and, and uh, finances, it's important that people sweat that. And, it, and it, they, they, you know, it's, it's critical. Some of the most uh, largest purchases people are ever going to make, their home, for example, they're, they're going to borrow money in the form of a mortgage. And, and that comes with concern, right? And so they need that advice and, and support. So I, I have frequently said to, to people, we, we, we do. I mean, we genuinely help clients thrive and communities prosper. And you have to believe that. You have to believe that when you get up in the morning and 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 go to work. Because if if that's what that's what I think is the greatest motivation. There was a uh, a book called Daniel Pink. It called Drive. It talked about intrinsic motivation, extrinsic motivation. Extrinsic motivation is money. Extrinsic motivation is Kenny said. Intrinsic motivation is I. I believe this, it's important to me, and therefore I want to do it. And so, you know, I, I think helping and supporting and showing people the purpose of why we're doing what we do, and and then trying to attract people to, to your team who share those values. I, I had said to my my daughters some time ago, who, who are now are 26 and 24, find a find an organization find a company that has values that you share because then you'll never yeah, be yeah. You'll, you'll you'll never be at odds with who you are with what you do number three don't be afraid to try new things even if you don't know what you're doing i was lucky early on i knew deep down what i wanted to do but for those students who are still unsure about what they want to do it's not a bad thing just as long as you continue to experiment and try new things. We chatted with RWI Synthetic CEO, Myrna Bittner, who says sometimes it's okay to just go with the flow. And I used to look at them and think, you know, that, that must be just so amazing, um, you know, to, to grow up and have this idea about, you know, um, what you are going to be and how you're going to become. And, and my sister became a pharmacist and that all seemed very clear and their path forward seemed very clear. And, and I never had that clarity. And, uh, and, and now I'm kind of glad. <laughs> um, and so I just wanted to say for all those other people out there who are like, what am I gonna do? Um, who am I going to be? It's, it's really, um, it, it's, it's okay. And I'm speaking at, you know, after being you know, in, the, in the industry and in a variety of industries and, and positions and, and shifts and changes, um, it's okay not to have that kind of clarity. And, uh, and it's okay to be able to look for opportunities and, uh, and try things and uh, say yes to things and, um, and really kind of pour yourself into them and figure out uh, what it is you can learn from any opportunity. Thanks guys for watching. If you guys enjoyed this, make sure to tune in to next week's episode with RBC's Jeff Boyd and the following week with RWI Synthetic CEO, Myrna Bittner. I also wanna take this time to shout out our partners, 
at RBC. Thank you guys so much. You guys are incredible. And for those students who are looking to expand their network, who are trying to gain new skills, make sure to check out RBC's Future Launch program. The program focuses on leadership, financial literacy, gaining new skills, entrepreneurship, and just overall student mental well-being. We'll see you next week.